1: Hi, I'm your host, Jackie Borowski. I am here with Stephen Lemieux. Hey, guys. And uh, we are doing a special Strain exclusive interview with Jim Watson. Jim, you there? Hi, Jim. Jim I'm here. How are you guys doing? We're great. He plays young Satrakian on The Strain. Um, Jim, I actually, my first question is, I don't know if it's a silly one or not, but it's the one that's been burning on my mind so much. Um, you choose to speak with an accent on the show, and that's actually one of my favorite <laughs> choices that you make. Is that a choice that you made, or is that a choice that they, the producers asked you to do?
2: That was, a, uh, that was a whole big, big thing that we had to go through. Uh, the, the whole story of it that started that I, I actually auditioned to mimic what David Bradley was doing. Hmm. Um, we did the whole shoot in that form, uh, that then changed later in post, and I ended up having to um, redo all of it in the slightly Romanian-esque accent that you hear.
3: It
2: nice. was all done in post-filming, yeah.
3: So I have to ask you a question, uh, Jim. So this is Stephen. I'm also one of the hosts here. Uh, I, I, I'm wondering, are you Jewish yourself?
2: I am not, no. So I'm so not Jewish.
3: What kind of prep work goes into having to portray somebody who's in, like, the Holocaust, and it's one of these, such a touchy subject for a lot of people, what goes into the research so you make sure you portray the role in the correct way and just kind of do it in a way that isn't going to make people angry? Which I think you did, I'm just asking. Well, thank you, I appreciate
2: that. Yeah, no, I am actually, I'm very lucky to have uh, two close family friends who were actually Holocaust survivors. One was an actual survivor of Auschwitz, and the other was a member of the underground. And um, I actually sat down and talked with them. And um, we just sort of discussed what it was like and what the people around them were like. And they actually go around schools around Canada and they actually do presentations about it. So I actually gained a lot of knowledge about the whole situation from them. And I tried to bring as much of that to it while still living in the world of, you know, the Stragoy and things like that. So you, you give a little and you take a little. But, yeah.
1: Now, um, I have a question Maybe they never say which camp this is. Is this supposed to be Auschwitz? That was my assumption.
2: No, I believe it's uh, it's a, Auschwitz was a death camp. This was actually a working camp. Okay. Um, I think it's Treblinka. Ah, uh, okay. I think that's yeah, that's what we were going for. Um, it, it isn't. It's it's nothing uh, finite. It's kind of left out right. in the air. But it's yeah, just supposed to be during the Holocaust. So
3: how much? How much of? Uh, how much of? Sotraking's character do they give you so you can prepare for this role? and like you're you're put in this situation where I mean, did they build all the sets that kind of like give you full immersive into it to really get into character for this?
2: Yeah, it was great uh, they We had a lot of great areas around uh, the shooting location in Toronto that they made look like the exteriors, and then all the interiors they built within the the set itself. So I was definitely immersed fully in the world. It was really, it was really nice, and it made it a lot easier in that respect. And as far as the character development went, um, my initial audition, I just read the, you know, the lines, and then I met with Guillermo actually, and he let me see tape of David Bradley, nice. and then asked me to re audition, yeah, and so, mimic some of his um, aspects.
1: So you haven't met with David Bradley; you just watched his performance and then mimicked it.
2: Yes, I didn't actually meet with David Bradley until the filming of the episode you're about to see, which after you see it, you'll understand why he was very surprised to see me. But yeah, that was the first time we met, yeah.
1: Nice.
3: So I want to ask yeah. you about your scene with Richard Sammel. Um, probably one of my favorite scenes yes. from your entire storyline. <laughs> very tense. When he's drinking the wine, oh, yeah. when he's explaining about what's going on. And like
1: peeing in the corner.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> did he actually? Be, no. Um. So, what, <laughs> a little bit, Well we.
1: Uh. Oh, jeez.
3: <laughs> was it a little bit intimidating being in a, in a scene with with uh, with Richard? That's just so emotionally intense, and like, what was it like filming that? And how many takes did it get to get that scene right?
2: Well, we were lucky to have uh, the director at the time, Charlotte. She was just phenomenal, and she kind of sat us both down. And it was a it was a long scene, as far as you know television scripts go she sat us down she said look we're not going to block anything um you guys know what you're doing and i trust you to do what you're going to do so we did about three takes of it i believe and it went very smoothly i i found myself just being kind of in awe of what he was doing and the choices he was making and i just tried to hold on and, and go along for the ride and there were some things that he that didn't end up getting into the final cut that i hope Maybe we'll be in the DVD extras. We don't know, but there were some amazing moments, and uh, at the end of a couple of the takes, all the crew clapped for us. So it was a pretty special moment for sure.
3: Does, is he as hilarious as I imagine him to be? Cause I feel like I feel like he's such an intense <laughs> dude on camera, but off, like when you're filming, he could just make you crack up with the slightest nudge.
2: Oh yeah, he's and he's he's just so charming, and he's so intelligent, and he's so worldly that uh, he just he draws from everything. And yeah, Offset, you just. I just sat there and listened to him talk. It was like an education the whole time I was with him. It was, I was very fortunate.
1: Now, your scenes, did you film them all at once, or did you film them um, kind of piecemeal over, over a series of time per episode?
2: Yeah, it, it went basically per episode. Um, we, we did the first three. I, it, it was tough because they wanted me to have a certain look, so I had to lose a lot of weight
3: oh. for the original
2: role. Um, so they tried to, and I tried my best to stay away from McDonald's, but um, we, we did our best and we tried to get it all as quickly as possible. But it was over a period of time, yeah.
1: And my other question is, how many of the effects in these scenes that you're in are practical effects? Um, I know that you're in scenes where the master comes flying in, and then the master comes and breaks her hands.
3: I know. What What is it like uh, with freaking? Robert Maillet right in front of you with his hand, in your hand full of prosthetics, and he's just crushing.
2: It was pretty amazing, and that was all. That was all real when he lifted me up. I was obviously on a pulley system, but his hands—they look huge, and that's because they are huge. <laughs> My hands—he he must have felt like he was holding like little tiny baby hands because <laughs> the man is just very big and uh, very intimidating. But again, probably the nicest guy I've ever met. Which was uh is, is a big you know is a big uh, clap to him as an actor being able to do the things he does.
1: So when the master flies in, there's one scene when you're uh, you're laying in the bed and your friend uh, in the bed next to you basically gets killed. Um, is mm-hmm. that a is that was that a practical effect or was that CGI when he comes flying in to grab the friend?
2: The movement and everything is all CGI, and it was actually the the great thing about the master is it's it's more than just Robin Meyer. There's a uh, there's a movement master and then the voice master and then the physical master of Robert Maillet, but the movement was all CGI. Um, Him being there was real. The, the tongue obviously was CGI, but it was it was kind of a a fun moment when in the early stages of figuring out the, the death movements and when you're actually struck by the tongue, it was kind of neat just listening in on the conversations that the directors were having with those actors. It was a, it was pretty cool, but yeah, a, a mixture of everything. And that's how I think Guillermo does it so well.
3: How did you get involved with this project in the first place like was it just like a a uh breakdown that went out that you auditioned for or somebody asked you who was a part of it who was like, hey man, come in for this role
2: No yeah it was just uh, it was a breakdown and um my understanding early on was that the role wasn't going to be you know anything t- too big and uh, it was a breakdown that went out and I auditioned and and I think I I think it was at the gym and I got a phone call from my agent and he was like, oh yeah, um, so this is strange, but Guillermo del Toro would like to sit down and have lunch with you. <laughs> and I, I dropped a couple of weights on my toes, but yeah, it was pretty, uh, it was a pretty interesting moment, but it went from nothing to something huge, which was very exciting and, it's been growing ever since, so hopefully it continues.
1: <laughs> See, I've read the books, and my my favorite scenes in the books are where you learn about satrakian's past because they're so they're, they're so telling of his character. And I love that Guillermo del Toro is so in control of his project that he actually wanted to make sure he got the right person to play young Setrakian. And it's it's I'm happy to hear that he sat down with you. I think that's wonderful. I mean... How many people are so hands on yeah. with their projects nowadays?
2: Oh, it's it's great, and and it was. Um, I sat down with him and, and Carlton Cuse, who's the showrunner and one of the producers, and the the kind of conversation we had is kind of along that line Because there's one thing that always disappoints me when you see flashbacks and shows and people playing the younger versions of actors. It's not there's no connection, and and Guillermo was very uh, very strict on his guidelines of you need to see. Young David Bradley in some respects. So I tried, I tried my best to to bring that to it, and mostly it's in the kind of the physical. But um, yeah, he was very very adamant about that.
3: So I do want to ask: Have you been confirmed to be on season two of The Strain? I mean, this is like a giveaway question that do you probably do they have can't... a season two. <laughs>
2: you probably can't <laughs> answer. Know, yeah, there's definitely a season two. Yeah.
3: Um, well, the nice thing about my
2: my job as an actor on this is that I know I don't get killed off.
1: <laughs> sweet <laughs> so,
2: so I'm, I'm as far as I know the potential is there but there's nothing been written in stone yet so uh, let, we'll, we'll keep hopeful let's put it that way
3: you going to go to Comic Con for it?
2: that is also uh, we're still waiting on that we don't know yet but hopefully I would love to be there alright
1: I, I mean yeah. do you have <laughs> anything else about your experience that you'd like to add?
2: Uh, just that uh, it it has definitely been um, one of the best experiences I've ever had. And the cast, the crew, everybody that I've got to meet. It was kind of interesting in my own. I was kind of in my own movie. Um, I didn't obviously get to hang out with uh, Corey Stoll and, and those guys. But mm-hmm. from what I've heard them say, and they've all been so supportive of the show in general, of me. And uh, it's just been a great experience, and I'm very happy to be a part of it.
1: That's wonderful. And I like um, what I like about your performance is that we see... A vulnerable Satrakian, because when we're seeing Satrakian in in present time, he's kind of badass vampire hunter guy. And what what we're wondering when we see the past is how you bridge the gap between a guy who is faced with this terrifying situation and then eventually evolves into who he becomes.
2: Yeah, it's definitely a it's, it's a tough jump, but I'm, I'm thinking tonight's episode will hopefully bridge that gap a little bit,
3: and Wonderful. maybe we'll get
2: to explore more of that in season two, if uh, if all goes well.
3: Well, hopefully they don't make you take up chain smoking to fit the voice, though, and be like, hello, I am the old satrakian <laughs> Yeah, hopefully not, hopefully not.
1: <laughs> yeah, we have, Matt and Steve do impressions of him on our show all the time, of old satrakian
2: <laughs> I'm sure he would love that. He's got a great sense of humor. <laughs>
1: Um, I had I had one more question, and then my brain just kind of turned off. Turned well, off. Um,
3: Go ahead and tell us like any projects <laughs> yeah. you're currently working on, or anything that you want to promote because this will be heard by a lot of people, and they want to know where to follow yeah. you. Exactly. Uh
2: you can kind of you know follow me on Twitter for sure at, at JJWow11, and you'll kind of get my updates then. I'm, I'm recently did an episode of USA's uh, Suits, cool, which is a great okay, show. Fine. Yeah, I'm currently filming a uh, feature with. Thomas Jane, the Punisher, and the one and only Morpheus, uh, Lawrence Fishburne. So that's going to be kind of exciting to see where that goes. That's
1: awesome.
2: You know, a couple things in the works, but yeah, it's it's been a great year.
3: All right, well, I want to thank you so much for calling in, Jim. It's really been great having you on the line. Thank you. I know the fans are going to really enjoy just hearing about your experiences on the show and looking forward to seeing you in Season 2 and tonight. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you guys very much for
2: having me. Oh,
1: I know what I was going to ask. How much much information were you given on the background of your character before you went into this?
2: Ooh, very little. Yeah, he's very secretive. As as helpful as Guillermo is with his kind of direction, he doesn't like to give too much away, which I kind of appreciate because then it leaves me to also kind of fuel the story with right. decisions I make. He kind of has to work off that as well, but it, he gave me enough. Let's just put it that way, but right. he hasn't given anything away.
1: Yeah. You haven't gotten <laughs> any big, big spoiler secrets.
2: No, no big spoilers. Sadly. In yeah.
3: season five, <laughs> young Satrakian travels in time to meet future Satrakian to take down exactly, the T-1000. Yeah.
1: Doesn't this sound like the plot yeah. of like Star Trek at some point? That just, yeah, no, I think that, was you ter- just...
3: that was Terminator, but oh. you know, it's cool. Um, if you could be any other character on the show what, what what character would you want to be? There is a character
2: coming up um and it's totally out of my out of my proportions as as a human being, but he is um a former wrestler former Mexican wrestler who I think in the book series guillermo i feel like wrote that for himself <laughs> but it, it's such a cool character, and I think he is the one hopefully they bring him into the show I hope they do and he's the one I'd like to play or Gus. But I just really like to have Gus's abs. That's really all it's <laughs> about.
1: I
3: think we all want Gus's abs.
1: <laughs> Me too.
3: Exactly, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> all right. Well we're gonna start talking with Ben here in a few minutes. So uh we're gonna awesome. we're gonna say goodbye to you, Jim. Thank you so much thank for calling in. Thank you so in.
1: much. I really appreciate it.
3: Uh, thank you again. It was a great time. Thanks a lot.
1: Uh-huh.
3: All right. And guys, this has been the uh, short interview with uh Jim Watson from The Strain, who plays Young Satraki, with uh, me, you can find me on Twitter, at Stephen Lemieux, and where can we find you, Jackie?
1: At 123Jackie underscore B on Twitter, at 123JackieB, all one word, on Instagram.
3: All right, guys, and we will see you in about three minutes, or depending if you're watching live, for our Ben Hyland interview. See you then.